Ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to alarm you, but I'm pretty sure we've got some actually useful consumer advice coming up. This is the Jetstreamer podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please take your seats at this time. Go on modulation all four and king with a go. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. Helping you get the most out of your podcasting journey. Welcome to the Jetstreamer podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Jetstreamer Podcast. Chris Plumridge with you once again and today I thought I'd take you on a little bit of a storytelling adventure. You see, I need to change my podcast host. I'm just almost all the way through it now. You might have seen some interruptions and stuff in the feeds while we got everything sorted out. But today, I'm going to take you on that journey. We're going to find out everything you need to know about changing the podcast host that you use, why you might do it in the first place, and also what traps and pitfalls there might be for somebody who's changing their podcast host. So let's get into it. It's a bit of an operation, I'm not going to lie, but I suppose the first thing you're going to ask me is, well, why should I change my podcast host in the first place? And I suppose it's a really good question as well. You get all that effort through setting your podcast up in the first place. Why would you suddenly change? Well, for me, I wanted to change because I've currently outgrown the plan that I'm on. Previously, this podcast was being hosted on Buzzsprout and I want to start getting into hosting podcasts for other people. I've got a couple of clients that are interested in having their podcast hosted now. And when you're doing that through Buzzsprout, it can kind of get pretty expensive really quickly. Now, I have loved my experience with Buzzsprout so far. So it's not necessarily that I wasn't happy with the service I was getting, but that might be a reason that you decided to change your podcast host. Maybe you're not so happy. There are new podcast hosts coming onto the market all the time. And so it probably does actually pay to keep looking at what's out there and make sure that you're getting the best deal. I don't know, you could kind of think of it like insurance or your phone bill or something like that, where, you know, every time it kind of comes up for renewal, it might be a good idea to kind of look around and make sure you're getting the best deal and maybe save some money. And I think as well, like as podcasters, we probably should do that, shop around and get the best deal so that you can save some money and that, you know, make sure that we're voting with our feet as a podcaster and, you know, the podcast hosts that are offering the best deals get the most subscribers and all the other podcast hosts go, oh, well, we need to be a little bit more competitive. So that's some of the reasons why you might change your podcast host, but also Maybe because you've outgrown it as well. Like me, you know, you might be starting a second show and you're on a podcast host that that's not really as easy as some other podcast hosts. Maybe you've blown past your download limit. So many podcast hosts have a download limit or an upload limit where, you know, you thought you might have a 15 minute show every week. Turns out that show's turned into an hour and 15 minutes. Or maybe you're getting wildly popular now and maybe you've blown past your download limit which is probably the best reason to change the podcast host that you're using, or at least change the plan that you're on. So coming up, I'm going to tell you a little bit of my experience of changing podcast hosts. I've chosen a podcast host. I'll tell you a little bit about that after this. This is the Jetstreamer podcast. 
So if you're like me and you're looking to change your podcast host, then what should you do? Well, I mean, the first thing you should do is find a podcast host that you think is going to suit your needs a little bit better. There's plenty of information on the internet. Just be aware that some of it can be a little bit old. There are some podcast hosts now that have been around for quite a long time, and some of them aren't necessarily as agile as some of the newer ones and are still offering a plan that might have suited a podcaster really good maybe 10 years ago. And there are some newer ones that have come along with a few more kind of innovative deals and packages. So it does pay to look around and, you know, find out who else is new on the market. There's plenty of info online. People are really good at sharing their experiences, both good and bad and how reliable podcast hosts are and how easy they are and how many features they have. There is some more info on jetstreamer.com.au. I will pop a link in the description to a roundup that I did at the beginning of the year, but there's also plenty of other ones. You can go and look on some forums, find out what sort of experiences people have been having. For me, I wanted to move away from Buzzsprout, as I said, because I wanted the ability to host multiple podcasts and doing that's pretty expensive. And so I found that Transistor actually looks pretty good. So I've jumped on. This is not a plug for Transistor, by the way, but I've jumped on. I've had a look. We were looking at Captivate for a long time as well. There were some other contenders in there that just were really good, but didn't necessarily suit our needs as well. So I think Transistor is going to be the one for me. Now, once you've decided where you're coming from and where you're going to, most places have instructions, comprehensive instructions on actually how to make the switch. Buzzsprout, credit where credit's due, also have instructions on how to switch away from them, which I thought was a really cool thing. They actually have a really good process where they go through and say, look, sorry that you're leaving. Here's the instructions if you want to go and move to somewhere else. You can have a read through those instructions and they will take you through the process of switching over. Generally, it will look something like this. The first thing that you will do is that you will back everything up. And that is just an insurance policy in case something goes wrong. And when I say back everything up, I mean back everything up. So everything that is on your podcast host now also needs to live on your computer or on a hard drive or something as well. In case later on down the track, there's stuff you want to come back to. You want to go back to your old podcast host and suddenly it's not there anymore because you're not paying them anymore. And so they've deleted all your stuff. This includes things like audio, obviously, but it also includes things like the transcript, the show notes, any episode art, any other funky things that you've got going on, any links or any whatever, everything. Make sure it's all backed up. Make sure it's all living on your hard drive or somewhere where you know where it is so that if things go wrong, it's all good. Once that's done, it's now a good time to set up your new host. And often this is the place you'll find an import tool where it will just go to your old RSS feed, pull off all your episodes, and then it will plonk them straight into your new podcast host. If you're switching over and you've already got lots of podcast episodes, it's just as easy as pie to get it switched over and sitting in your new podcast host. You will get a new RSS feed address. Now, you should be familiar with the RSS feed from your old podcast host, but if you're not, there's some previous episodes of this podcast and some blogs on jetstreamer.com.au where we go over what an RSS feed is, but you should know that by now. If any of the directories, so any of your Spotify's or iTunes's or Google Podcasts or whatever, don't necessarily reflect the updates properly, then you'll need to go in and manually update that RSS feed with your new one. 
The most important thing you need to remember through all of this process is the words 301 redirect. What a 301 redirect is, is it's basically instructions from your old podcast host that tells anyone who goes to that old RSS feed, hang on, this RSS feed's changed. It's now over here and then gives them instructions. So it's like having a meeting and then realizing that you need to change the meeting room. So you stick a notice on the door saying, go to this new meeting room. Simple as that. Setting that up is usually part of the migration process from one podcast host to the next, but just check that that's happening so that anybody who goes to your old RSS feed knows where the new one is. And really, that's the whole process. You set up a new podcast host, you migrate all your old stuff over, and then you close down your old podcast host. But coming up just after this, we're going to go through some of the pitfalls and some of the traps that could catch you out while that process is happening. So as we said before, there can be a little bit of a risk as you're changing over your podcast host that things might not go the way that you plan them to and that you might lose some data. And so for that reason, it's a really good idea to firstly check everything as it makes the switch over, but also to keep your old podcast host active until you are absolutely sure that all the changes have been updated and everything's kind of reflected. As you're uploading to your new podcast host and all the episodes going out, everything should be appearing in all the directories. So go check Spotify, go check iTunes, go check wherever else you think people might be listening to your podcasts and just make sure that everything's showing up as it should do. Keep your old podcast host while all that happens. I've seen podcast hosts recommended maybe a couple of weeks just to check that everything's all good. And then you can close up your old podcast host once you're sure that everything's across to your new podcast host. As I said before, your old podcast host will not hang on to your old episodes. They will end up getting deleted. So only do that step once you're sure that everything's across properly. One thing that really tripped me up while I was doing the switchover was I remembered that all my podcast episodes on jetstreamer.com.au are in embedded players. Now, if you're not familiar with the concept of an embedded player, it's a nice little slice of code that you can stick onto your website and it displays a nice little player with a play button for each episode and it looks really nice and really snazzy. Now, I've got every single podcast episode on a different blog page on a different part of my website. So that means I had to go through and manually update all those little embedded players from the Buzzsprout embedded players to the ones that are provided by Transistor. Because once I shut down Buzzsprout, all those little embedded players are now going to point to Buzzsprout instead of pointing to Transistor. So just for consistency's sake, I've gone through and I've updated all the old episodes to the Transistor embedded players. It took a little bit of time. It's probably worth it. It was a pain in the butt, but it's just one of those jobs that needs to get done. Make sure you don't forget yours either if you have a website that uses those little embedded players. Any direct links to podcast hosts or podcast host pages need to be changed as well. This may involve letting some people know if they've been a guest on your podcast before and they've linked directly to a website hosted by your podcast host, that those will need to be changed over to the new podcast host. So it can be a bit of a faff, but just make sure you try and remember all those places that your podcast will have ended up and just let people know that needs to be changed when it needs to be changed. Now, if you're linking directly to your episode on Spotify or iTunes, you won't need to worry about that because it will update automatically. 
Now, I've only been on Transistor now for a matter of, well, days actually. So I'm still figuring everything out, but I will come back to you and let you know how I'm getting on. What I'd like to know is from you, what do you think? Which podcast hosts are you using? Are they any good? Have you had any problems? Did you have any problems switching over? Was there something that you'd think everyone else needs to know about switching their podcast host or maybe a podcast host that you really recommend or that you really don't recommend? Let us know on our social media, Jetstreamer on Instagram and on Facebook. We'd love to hear what you think. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that in another later episode. But for now, I think it's time to wrap us up. Hey, thanks so much for joining us again on this episode of the Jetstreamer podcast. Thanks for listening to my story about changing over podcast hosts. I really hope that it helps you if you ever decide to go down that path. It is a pretty simple process, but it can be a little bit of a fiddly process. So I hope that's helped you avoid some of the pitfalls that you might be falling into. Next week, we're going to be looking at copyright. That is another big pitfall that you could potentially fall into as a podcaster. And even if you're not making money from your podcasting and you're like, ah, that doesn't apply to me, I can tell you right now, it definitely does. So we're going to talk a little bit about copyright next week. But for now, this is the end of another Jetstreamer podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. If you liked the Jetstreamer podcast, then leave a review on iTunes. And remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more from Jetstreamer, follow us on Facebook and Instagram or head to jetstreamer.com.au.